Welcome to the Lifestyles Medicine Podcast. This is Dan Cho, Managing Director of Pathways to Wholeness Lifestyle Medicine. So as we've emphasized in this podcast, lifestyle medicine really emphasizes a whole foods plant-based diet. And uh, when it comes to whole foods plant-based eating, it, lifestyle medicine, of course, naturally focuses on the health benefits of eating a whole foods plant-based diet. Um, But for the next four episodes, we're going to talk about some of the other common reasons why uh, people choose to adopt a plant-based eating pattern and why and the benefits of plant-based eating beyond just our physical health. And in this episode, we're going to talk about compassion towards animals. And what we find is that many people, actually, this is one of the top reasons why people often switch to plant-based eatings because of their concern for animal cruelty. And I think this is especially true among young people. And, uh, you know, Paul McCartney once said, if slaughterhouses had glass walls, everyone would become vegetarian. So I think more and more people are becoming aware of some of the things that happen in the uh, animal agriculture uh, uh, in order to produce meat. And so we're going to talk about some of those things so uh, Dr. Cho, what are some of the cruel practices that happen in these uh, massive industrial animal farms? Yeah, so the practices in the animal agriculture industry is no secret. It's out in the open now. And what we're finding is some very disturbing things that happen within, uh, within the industry. So for instance, um, cows, chickens, and pigs are often cooped up in very narrow cages. Often they're so close that chickens they often don't have enough space to even spread their wings Uh, and they often uh, live in their own excrement which uh, obviously breeds diseases and the diseases amongst the animals since they're so close together it it uh, it spreads very quickly and uh, because of that they they uh, endure terrible suffering sometimes um you they get the little chickens the chicks and they cut off the beaks leaving them in pain for for months uh, cows in the dairy industry are kept perpetually pregnant and uh, they're often genetically manipulated to produce up to 10 times more milk than is natural for them. And this overmilking uh, results in conditions like mastitis, which is inflammation of the breasts or other udders. Uh, um, and, you know, animals are often fed very unnatural diets to really fatten them up. And often they get so fat and so large that they can't even keep themselves up, which leads to leg damage and so forth. If you you go to the PETA website, P-E-T-A, they have some videos of of films that they've filmed that they captured undercover. And some of those things really gut-wrenching or heart-wrenching. So for instance, there's there's images of like workers, they're grabbing these like little piglets and they're like they're like literally chucking them to the ground. So grabbing their like legs and throwing them on the ground, like beating them on the ground. Or? No, like literally like throwing like not beating them on the ground, like throwing them on the ground. Okay. To like so lifting them up and throwing them. Yeah, down. literally chucking them on the ground. It's not just like dropping them; it's like chucking them, and okay. they're doing that to pretty much I think like kill them. Mm. You know that so that was really like really um it was really sad to see, then. The images, you know, I, I mentioned before how they overfeed the animals and then they, they're too big, right? But, you know, me just saying that is nothing compared to actually seeing it. And they actually have film of these cows and pigs and chickens that are 
so big. He's a massive. These are so massive. They look and, like bodybuilders. Yes, yeah. and and then um, you see, you know, you know, and I'm not sure if you know, but do you know about like where they put the um hand in the bum? No, I don't know that. Don't okay, so there's like um, there's this method of uh, I, I believe it's to get impregnate the cows. Okay. I, I'm not sure exactly the what's going on, but literally you can see images where like part of the process is the the worker actually has like this huge glove on, then then they put their hand in the bum of the cow. Yes, and I think they're inserting something or they're doing something that's supposed to help with the impregnation process. Oh, okay. But they have video of that, yeah. and you can just imagine like like what's that? How that animal must feel like mm-hmm. a hand is actually going in the arm is going into the bum and out. It's like uh, it's really cruel, you know. And then you can see like these workers. Like uh, another one was where you know they try to there's like the truck and they try to you know load these uh, chickens right into the uh, into the truck, you know. And you know you could grab the chickens and you could like place them in nicely, right? But they <laughs> they might fly away. But uh... <laughs> no, I'm saying yeah, you grab them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you put them in, right? Okay. But they do they actually like they grab them and they actually just like start chucking them in. Uh-huh. Then like you know, obviously some of them miss, so okay. then they land on the ground. Then you grab them, and you just chuck them in, chuck them again, and like mm-hmm. this is extreme pain, you know. Yeah. Uh, and then just like this, when you see the videos and you see them, sque- the animals squealing from pain and just, uh, it's just very sad, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, I want to encourage our um, our listeners to go on the PETA website where they actually have, like in uh, celebrities like Paul McCartney describe what's going on with video and footage and it's uh it'll really i think help people see the true nature of the animal agriculture industry there's a there's a video that's going around called um it's about bacon how um, pigs become bacon and it kind of goes in reverse so it starts with the bacon on your plate and it goes in reverse to show what happens to the pig for it to get there right right it's pretty graphic yes like, don't yeah. be eating something while you're watching it exactly yeah um something in your heart just tells you this doesn't seem right yeah yeah and when they get like uh, male chicks i think and you see all in there like this incinerator thingy and you see all these chicks going oh, through that that's like wow in in a matter of seconds tons and tons of chicks are being killed off mm-hmm. So when you yeah when you see that you're just like is this right, you know and you realize this can't be right, mm-hmm. you know and for our listeners I don't I don't know if they realize but in America over eight billion chickens are killed every single year, mm-hmm. if you include Canada that's about nine billion. Wow. Just I want I want to just think about that. That's nearly the population. I think that's a little bit more than the population of the whole of the whole planet, or close to it. Every single year in America alone. Can you imagine in China where there's one billion people, in India and these other countries? If you tally all that up, these are astronomical numbers of animals being killed for human consumption. Mm. Yeah. So, you know, when I think of these things, you know, the image that comes to mind, and I think the image that comes to many people's mind is sort of like a prison. So, you know, um, growing up, I read these stories of where people would go into, be thrown into like a prison. And they'll be in there. They hardly can move, and they just you know do their biological business right there. So you're literally kind of lying there. You can't move because it's small. You're cooped up. You're lying in your excrement, and this is almost what it sounds like. These animal farms.
Well, you know, one thing for sure is that they're not living their natural. They're not living in their natural way,、mm. right? So,、uh, in the when you, when you're a kid, when you see those、uh, animal books, the pigs are out in the are in, out in nature, right? The cows are out in the fields grazing. The chickens are out running around, right, nibbling on grass and stuff like that. But in the animal in- industry, that's actually not the way that they often live, right? You're right. They live in very close quarters, cooped up. Uh, kind of like a prison, I guess you can say. Yeah. So,、um, so many people, I guess, are concerned about this, right? The treatment of animals, and、uh, many people feel that they shouldn't be treated that way, just for us to have a burger or have that bacon in the morning, right? And you know, I think before many、um, people didn't really know about that, especially as you know, society shifted away from、uh, you know our livelihoods depending on agriculture, right?、Um, And you know the, the closest encounter we had with, like I mean, we just go to a grocery store and we see the chicken and we just buy it and we eat it, or we go to the fast food restaurant, we buy the chicken burger and we eat it, and we have no idea, you know, what it took to bring that chicken to our plate and then you know ultimately to our bodies. But now because of documentaries and things like that, people are really kind of realizing the cost, ethical cost, to get that chicken to you know to our plate. That's right. There's a lot of documentaries out there, cowspiracy and other documentaries, that have really brought to light the、um, the cruel treatment of 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 our animals. And you're right. In the past,、uh, people didn't really know what it took for、uh, animals to get to us, but now we know, and that's making a lot of people really rethink、um, their diets. And、mm-hmm. that's really what's driving a lot of people, especially young people, away from. Uh, animal foods and f- to go fully plant based,、mm-hmm. and I think you know we've been talking a lot about how other people are、um, feel this way, right? But I think it just kind of naturally we, it just doesn't seem right, you know, for uh, uh, for animals to、uh, go through this kind of suffering just so we could eat them. And it's not, and we know through the science that it's not even the best kind of food for us. That's number one, right? And so for to subject animals to such treatment just for us to eat. Them as food that doesn't even it's not even good for our bodies. It just ethically just doesn't seem right. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. I think people are starting to connect the dots. It's like a, just a gut feeling. Yeah. Even if you don't maybe have all the moral arguments or philosophical whatever, it just doesn't seem right. You know. That's right. Like、uh, I think Dr. Neil Barnard he says that he likes to use the rabbit test, so the bunny test. So what he says is that you know if you get a A bunny and put it in front of your cat, the cat's gonna ultimately obviously start seeing it as kind of a, a meal. They're gonna kind of go after and try to hunt it. However, if you get the bunny and you put it in front of your little child, their first instinct is not to maul it to death; is、mm-hmm. to play with it. Yeah, and that's the same with chickens. That's the same with cows and so forth. When humans see that, you're naturally just kind of you see these as、uh, just animals. Right, your natural instinct is not just try to hunt them down,、mm. right? So I don't think、uh, I think that there is like a there's kind of this gut feeling that we have as humans that you know treating these animals so cruelly isn't right, but that's very different from actual carnivores, right? Lions and these other carnivores they don't have that gut feeling why? Because that's actually their food, that's what they're meant to eat. Well, their gut feeling is to eat it exactly, right? But we don't have it, so I think I think、uh, that's make drawing a lot of people away from. From this, from this form of eating. Now I remember、um, some time ago I listened to a debate on Intelligence Squared 
for those who don't know, um, if you just Google Intelligence Squared, it's basically it's a regular debate program where they debate some of the hot topics in society, science, politics. And one of them was actually, I think the title was, um, Should You Eat any, Anything With a Face? So basically it was, should you be vegan or should you not be? And on one side was Dr. Barnard and some other farmer. And on the other side were another farmer and some other person. I think it was maybe ethicist or something. I can't recall. And But in, in that uh, debate, one of the arguments that they made was that plants were sentient beings. So that so the, the idea being, well, if you're going to be consistent, um, then should you not even eat plants? So what, what are your thoughts about that, that line of argument? And this is, of course, directed against people who go plant-based, saying that you're inconsistent because plants are also sentient beings. So if you pluck them and eat them, I guess you're uh, hurting them. I think, I think that's uh, what, what I'll say is this. Plants are living beings, right? No, no. So what I'll say is that plants are, are they live, right? Mm-hmm. But they're not sentient. Right, because the term sentient means that you're able to perceive or feel things. Oh, okay. Right? And you can't really do that if you don't have a brain. Mm, okay. Right? So that's why I disagree that plants are sentient. Uh, they are not sentient. Animals are sentient because they have brains. Mm. Plants aren't, aren't sentient. Mm-hmm. So I, I disagree with that argument. If you look at plants and animals, they just, it's just they look, they're different. I mean, right? Like from the cellular level, how they do cellular respiration and just from the into the macro level, you know, just how they look. Uh, I, I think it's I'm not I, a, like I'm not a biologist, but come on, like, they they're different. Yeah, I think I think it's I think it's kind of silly to compare uh, plants to to animals. Yeah, right, yeah. right. If you can't see the obvious differences, I I really I'm not sure what what we can say here. Right, yeah. right, right. So I guess like lifestyle medicine recommends, when you choose to eat a whole foods plant based diet, you're not only doing good for your health but you're also making a really compassionate, even ethical decision um, towards animals. It's a very compassionate way of eating as well, not just a healthy way of eating. Yes, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. So now let's take a quick look at some of the arguments that people who are plant-based make about animals. And some of these are very interesting. So for instance, we, um, some people, they say they liken animal agriculture to slavery. So what are your thoughts about that? I don't know. Uh, my my personal take, Dan, is that that might be... Um, I, I get their point, right? You're getting these uh, living creatures and you're, you're, um, you're putting these like very narrow cages and so forth. So it kind of seems like slavery, right? However, I, I really... I personally wouldn't use those terms. Okay. Yeah. Um, and why is that? Uh, I think because, you know, humans underwent slavery... And uh, I think it's just, um, I, when I think of slavery, I think of more humans being enslaved by other humans, right, um, to do their work. But, um, I, and that's, a, that's such like a, there's something a very, uh, there's a lot of angst with the term slavery. Right. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I'm a little bit hesitant to apply that to animals. Because I just, because just as we think there's a difference between plants and animals, I think there's a difference between animals and humans. Mm. So I use that term for humans. But I do get their point, though. So, uh, yeah, I understand what the, where they're getting at. I just, I personally wouldn't use that term. Well, some in the um, uh, in the animal ethics side of things, they would say that animals are persons, 
as well, just as humans are. I I, I disagree. I think persons are applied to humans,、mm-hmm. Homo sapiens, whatever you want to call call us, right? But I wouldn't use the term persons toward animals.、Mm-hmm. I make a distinction there. But I, I but yes, the vegan movement they often don't make a distinction. They say animals are persons and therefore they can be enslaved. Right. Right. I I don't make that.、Uh, I do make a distinction. I I do not believe animals are persons, and I'm very hesitant to use the term slavery to describe what has happened to animals. I believe that it's cruel. I believe it's、uh, it's not right, but I wouldn't use the term slavery. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. I think、um, I think there's clearly a difference between animals and humans, and、uh, I almost feel that it's a little bit insulting, you know, for to people who have gone through real slavery to be likened. To what animals go through?、But、yeah, yeah. Think about the history in America.、Um, I, I think some people they even call it an animal holocaust. But you know what does that say to people like the Jews who who went through that? It, it almost seems a little bit.、Uh, it almost it,、uh, removes the meaning from that word. It would seem. Right, right. That animals are going through the same thing as you. I, 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 I really have a hard time. Yeah, I, yeah. Yeah, I think instinctively, it just animals, humans seem different, right? And, yeah.、Um, Yeah, it's not to say that it's bad. I mean, what the animals、oh, are saying. You mean good?、It's、so yeah, yeah, yeah. So、uh, I'm not. Yeah, it's not to say that what's happening to animals is good. That's right. right.、Yeah. I mean, it is horrible, right? But I just those terms. I just I just don't feel very comfortable using those terms to describe what's happening to animal agriculture.、Mm. Yeah. Now I think、uh, also those who are really passionate about animal ethics, they they kind of、um, how should I say this? They They're kind of like pro, like government, like legislating, right?、They、try to like legislate,、uh, you know, veganism. More, you know, try to get people to eat more whole foods through legislation. So, what are your thoughts on that? I fully disagree. I think that we have to educate people, and it's a very bad thing when government can tell you what to eat and what not to eat.、Mm. Uh, so, I think now I don't know if it's ever gone to that level. I don't think it has yet, but. You know, if if they're kind of moving towards that, I think that's a very bad sign. I think government should never tell people what to eat, how to eat. I think we should just educate people, and people should be able to make the choice themselves.、Mm. So I think I think the vegan movement needs to stay away from legislation、mm. and just focus on education.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, right, right. We don't want to force it on people through the strong arm of government. Yeah. No, because then it could turn around and backfire on us too. That's、right? true. Yeah, I guess yeah. it cuts both ways. Yeah. yeah. And、uh, you know, sometimes there,、um, those in the animal ethics world, they do like a lot of protests, very aggressive. And I think this, some of these things are really, I guess, why we're talking about them is that some of these things can really turn people off. Right? So they do, they do protests, very provo- provocative ones. I think of you know PETA.、Um, so what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I, I, I don't see why they should protest. I, I think we should just focus our energies on educating people. Mm. Right, I don't know what good really protesting is going to do. Protesting outside some dairy farm or some cattle slaughterhouse,、uh, I don't, I don't really see why we would do that. And like you said, it would probably turn people away off more than anything. It raises visibility. It does. It does.、Um, yeah, I guess.、Uh, I don't know. I just, I might not my choice of method. I, I, I suppose.、Mm, yeah. Yeah. I, I get why they do it,、uh, and I think they have a right to do it. As long as they're not being violent and violating other people's property, but just I, I believe in education. You know that's how we were one to plant-based eating. Right. Like we used to eat a lot of meat, and it wasn't through seeing protests and stuff. It was just through 
just books that are talking about plant-based eating and that really won us over mm-hmm. right so i think it's a lot of things we should educate yeah yeah so i guess uh in summary there are some extreme arguments and viewpoints in those who promote animal ethic reasons for becoming plant-based and we don't need to necessarily fall into that right we could just uh just knowing that eating a whole foods plant-based diet is a compassionate way to eat uh should be enough motivation but not get caught up in some of these more extreme viewpoints yes i i agree so uh, in your practice have you ever met individuals who came and said you know they were Uh, maybe plant-based or thinking of going plant-based because of animal welfare reasons yes i have so uh, especially younger people um i can think of one particularly one young person who came into clinic and they said they actually they're vegan okay. and i uh, so i thought i just asked them well, why did you go vegan and i was thinking like you know for health and this other stuff and she actually she said the main reason was because of animal agriculture yeah, animal cruelty mm. Right, so that 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 made me realize, you know, there's people who their primary reason is because of this whole compassion towards animals, and this is an issue that you personally uh, care about. Yes, I I think yes, I do care about this issue. Um, I come from this more from a Christian background, so okay. yes, I believe that uh, God made animals, but He didn't intend to make animals as our food. Mm. He actually made them to be our friends, mm. and so this is why I, I I'm a, I'm passionate about this issue. Mm-hmm. So to go back full circle, uh, lifestyle mess. We promote a whole foods, plant based way of eating. Not only is this good for us physically, but it's also a very compassionate way of eating as well. Yes, that's that's correct. Yes, I believe it's a compassionate choice to make. Yes. So lifestyle medicine isn't just good for health. It's not even just a scientific choice, but it's also the compassionate way, uh, compassionate approach toward medicine. and to our own bodies and health. Great. So that's it for this episode. Uh in our next episode we're going to talk about how plant-based eating is good for the environment. And I think many of us are concerned about climate change and what's happening to the world around us. And we're going to look at how plant-based eating is actually one of the main ways where we could really help fight climate change and improve the environment around us. So we hope that you'll tune in for that. Uh, thank you so much for tuning into this episode. Again, you can subscribe to our podcast on Apple, Google, and Stitcher. You can also catch our episodes on YouTube and on our Facebook page. If you want to learn more about pathways to wholeness lifestyle medicine, you can visit our website at www.pathwaystowholeness.ca. And as always, if you have a friend or family who you think could benefit from the things that we talk about here on this podcast. from the simple uh, principles of lifestyle medicine please do share this podcast with them so you've been listening to the lifestyle is medicine podcast thank you so much for tuning in we hope you join us next time and until then remember your lifestyle is medicine